The real reason you don't care if you ever have sex again isn't because of your hormones or menopause. It's something way bigger than this. And menopleasure expert Susan Bratton is here today to tell you exactly what that is and what to do about it. Warning, you just may get your groove back after listening to today's episode. She used to deliver babies, but now she delivers exceptional wellness for women. Welcome to Her Brilliant Health Radio, where holistic women's health expert and board-certified OBGYN Dr. Kieran Dunstan shares revolutionary insight from leading experts on what you need to know today to treat the root cause of disease, heal, and create the radiant health you've been searching for. Lean in and get ready to experience the bountiful, blissful, and beautiful vitality that you deserve. Welcome back to another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. I have an amazing guest that you saw at the Stop the Menopause Madness Summit who you loved. And you said, please, please, please bring her back. So she is back to help you with your meno pleasure. Just a reminder about who she is. Susan Bratton is a trusted intimacy wellness expert to millions of people of all ages, helping them turn ho-hum or never mind intimacy into something satisfying and meaningful. Susan offered one of the top interviews at the Stop the Menopause Madness Summit with her incredible female sexual anatomy and response cycle lesson. If you missed it, you gotta go watch it. Coupled with her show-stopping show-and-tell. Susan's here to help you learn how to turn your menopause into meno pleasure. Welcome, Susan. Karen, it's so great to be back playing with you again, talking about women's libido, desire, and arousal, which is where we're going to start today. And yeah, I really do love to do my little show and tells. We've got one at the end of the show today, which will be really fun. And we'll describe it for those of you, your listeners who are listening, not just watching us. But um, you can't get me without some show and tell. I do love that. So yeah, you gotta have it and you do it so well. And it's such an important, like you can't talk about libido, desire and arousal without show and tell. Otherwise, it's just something in a textbook and nobody cares. So let's get right to it um, and down to business. What are libido, desire, and arousal? I like to think about them as three interlocking circles. Uh, Three interlocking circles, by the way, are called a Venn diagram. You know, (laughs) those three that have kind of the overlapping center. And when we think about a lot of women say, oh, man, I'm in my 50s and my libido has flown the coop. And I really like women to understand that part of the reason that their libido has flown the coop is that they have never received the kind of arousal that they needed to keep their sexual desire strong. And they have lost the desire for the partner that they have, if they're lucky enough to have one, because he's so damn boring in bed. (laughs) I love it. Keep it honest, right? (laughs) One of the things I want to always say as a caveat is I am a full supporter of the gender spectrum. Wherever you lie on it and whether your gender is a moving target, whoever you love to love is all good with me. But to keep things simple, 
the grand swath of the people who are my fans and followers tend to be heterosexual, monogamous couples. And so that's my area of expertise. And so that's usually where I start. Take anything I say and apply it to wherever you are, whether you're single or you're dating multiple people or you're celibate right now, whatever it is, you're still going to get a lot, a lot out of this. So libido, and I really do want to get back to why your partner is boring you to death. And a big part of that is because women require a lot of variety. The masculine is testosterone dominant, so he's full speed ahead. So he's always had sex too fast with you. And he's, though he likes to do a lot of different things, he wants you to wear lingerie and do a strip tease for him and do a crazy sex position and things like that. He honestly would be completely happy or 95% happy if you just got up every day and jumped on top of him in the bed when he wakes up with a morning heart on, if he has one, which you hope he does because that's a sign of health, and you just got him off and he could go do the things he wants to do in the world. That is you know, like grand generalization, what would keep your guy happy? The problem is that you, my darling, that's no good for you. Number one, it doesn't give you the warm-ups you need. Number two, it's repetitive. Number three, it's not romantic, it's transactional. I mean, there's just so many reasons why that sucks for us as women. So I'm going to get more into desire, but most of the time, if you're listening to an episode about menopause and menopleasure, you're bored to death in the sack. So I'm going to talk a little bit about how you can get unbored and what you can do to get your partner to be more interesting, more romantic, more connected. The guy you want to have sex with again. But let's talk about libido. Libido is the body. It's your health. If you feel like crap, you have no libido. A lot of times women think, oh, it's my hormones that are ruining my libido. But in actual fact, loss of estrogen means that you have thinning vaginal walls and some dryness, but it doesn't really affect how hungry you are for sex. You could be horny as hell, but it hurts because your vagina's too thin and what they call friable, thin and easy to tear. So it's not really estrogen. It's actually testosterone is the hormone of lust, of wanting to make love. And when women go through menopause, our estrogen levels drop and actually our testosterone levels on a ratio are higher than they were before menopause, but it doesn't seem to necessarily make every woman horny. Now there are some women that it, it does work that way for, but when you're doing bioidentical hormone replacement, it's always best to have your biased, your two estrogens, your two good estrogens to outweigh the bad estrogen, the, estro the estrone, and to put a little testosterone in the mix. And I like a topical cream that you put on your clitoris because then you're getting your testosterone and you're getting it directly where it's going to affect your pleasure centers. They call it scream cream. Some people call it scream cream and, that, and that's fun. And then of course your progesterone at night to balance the estrogen and the testosterone. So yeah, Hormones are good, but they're not really the whole answer. Often things start in the gut. When you have dysbiosis, H. pylori, candida overgrowth, a giardia parasite, irritable bowel syndrome, when you're not getting enough fiber, when you're not pooing and you're not moving things through and you're not well hydrated, when you're not sleeping well at night, that's what's actually affecting a lot of hormonal issues. So the other thing that you're missing in your body by the time you get to 50 is nitric oxide production. 
And honestly, that is as important, if not more important than hormone balancing. Because when you don't have enough nitric oxide, your body can't push the blood. What, what nitric oxide does is it's a, a signaling molecule that pushes the blood around your vascular system and it gets the blood into your pelvic bowl. And your vagina can't lubricate without good blood flow. We talked a lot in the summit about engorgement and needing to get blood flow to your genitals so they expand, so you get an erection, a lady erection, so you have more surface area that can feel more pleasure, that can send more pleasure signals to your brain so you can have good orgasms or even have orgasms. As women get older, Achieving orgasm can become more and more difficult and getting lubricated can become more difficult. So taking a supplement, a nitric oxide supplement, you can take arginine, it doesn't work as well as citrulline. Citrulline works when you're over 40 on a different pathway that is actually good at replacing your nitric oxide. That's why I make a nitric oxide product called Flow which is made from organic spinach, organic watermelon, organic cherries, and pine bark, believe it or not, which is like pycnogenol. It's a blood flow vasodilator. And women tell me that when they start taking flow, they get their lubrication back because your vagina doesn't have glands in it that lubricates. You need blood flow. And then the blood plasma, the watery stuff from your blood, that comes into your pelvic bowl, seeps through the many layers of your vaginal mucosa. It weeps through the walls and that's what gets you lubricated. So without that, you're dry. So the estrogen thins your tissues, but the nitric oxide is what makes you juicy. So it's really a combination of those two things that keep you, you know, the juicier, the better with your vagina. I mean, it's just so nice when you just, you put your finger up inside yourself and it feels plump and rich and plush and wet and it smells good and it feels good. And I'm 59, I'm pushing 60 and I can tell you that with all the things I know and do now, and one of the things we're going to share with you later, I have the most luscious vaginal canal I've ever had in my life, even better than when I was in my 20s or 30s. And I've also gotten a lot of O-shots, the PRP into the clitoral tissue. And my clitoris is meaty. We lose tissue in our vulvas. Our labia get thin, they get loose, they get droopy. Everything starts to desiccate, to basically dry up and fall down from gravity, just like all the rest of our stuff. And these are things you can do to keep everything plumped up. Lots of genital massages, lots of oral pleasuring, lots of solo pleasuring, lots of using a vibrator, lots of nitric oxide, lots of good hormones. All that stuff can keep you just ripe and succulent. And when your vulva is ripe and succulent, you're just gonna be hornier. I mean, for even though how wet you are isn't necessarily correlated to how turned on you are, you could be quite lubricated but not aroused. When you're lubricated, it really makes you feel like arousal has a greater possibility. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. 
Hey there, it's your conscience calling. It's a new year. Just wondering where you are with your resolution. You remember, the one to lose some weight and get in shape? You know, life would be a whole lot better if you upped your metabolism, lost a few pounds, had some energy, and could get in your skinny jeans again, right? But I know you don't want to count calories, and I don't want you to either. And working out at the gym is not your idea of fun, or mine. I know you hate the thought that you might fail at weight loss again. And I do too. And that's why, this time, I've set you up for the ultimate success by working with a doctor who lost 100 pounds at midlife herself by addressing all the hidden causes of weight gain no one's told you about. It's about so much more than diet and exercise. You'll see, Dr. Kieran will tell you all the secrets you need to know to lose 10 pounds and double your energy in the 28-day Jumpstart program. It addresses all the reasons that 90% of weight loss programs fail women at midlife. Yup, it was created by Dr. Kieran after she lost 100 pounds at midlife. She designed it to address the same issues that you're having. Only you don't know you're having them because no one told you. So yes, I heard what you want. And for sure, you totally deserve it. To live in a body that is healthy and vital and supports you in doing everything that you want to do and to look good doing it while having more fun than you can imagine, I got you. And I know you don't wanna pay a lot of money to try yet another program. So you'll love the special introductory offer of just $47 to join. Just $47? Girl, you know you spend that on things you can't even remember every single month. What have you got to lose? Nothing. Losing 10 pounds could just be the jumpstart you need to your next level of living. It's all ready for you. Just go to jumpstartyourmidlifemojo.com to get the details on this amazing program and sign up now. Then you can check off lose weight and feel great from your to-do list and get back to the things that matter most to you. I heard you and I've answered. Dr. Kieran's got your resolution covered with the Jumpstart program. I'll see you there. And we're back. You know, I love how you describe this in such depth. I think that we women just really don't understand and we just accept that we're going to lose our sex drive, our libido, our desire, our ability to become aroused in orgasm, and nothing could be further from the truth. And as you were talking, I was just thinking how, you know, we're so concerned with our faces and what's happening, the volume loss in our faces, the dryness in our skin, the sagging, and our lips, right? Our lips start shrinking and sagging. But exactly that same thing is happening in our vagina. And so I want everyone listening to go look at yourself in the mirror, look at your lips, inspect yourself, and then also take a mirror and look at your vulva. And, you know, maybe you're one of these women who's never done that before. I encourage everyone to look at their vagina with a mirror and know their anatomy. And if you didn't hear Susan's anatomy lesson, an arousal lesson, I will say it was more than just anatomy. It was function, how, what you need to become properly aroused from the summit. You definitely want to go watch that at stopthemenopausemadness.com. But look, inspect yourself and see the volume loss she's talking about. So if your clitoris has lost all this volume and it's lost all these wonderful sensory nerves that bring that sensation and that pleasure, and it's actually shrinking, which it it does do in menopause, then you, you just can't feel the same. It's like kissing with your lips after menopause, right? They don't have that same plumpness. So I just want you to really hear what she's saying and heed it and 
also talking about blood flow. So I don't mean to interrupt you, Susan, please go ahead. This It's amazing information you're sharing. Well, I think your connection to how are the lips on our face and the lips on our yoni are really one and the same. They're not only one and the same, but they're two ends, essentially two ends of the same tube. It's part of our alimentary. It's not technically part of our alimentary system because the anus is actually the other end of the mouth tube. But I like to think about it as a forking branch. And when you think about orgasm, Orgasm happens not just in your clitoris and not just even in the tip of your clitoris, the glands. Orgasm is contractions that generate waves of pleasure and reboot your nervous system, which is why one of the reasons why sex is so healthy is that it calms you and it grounds you and it gets rid of some emotional agitation. It kind of disperses it with an electrical charge. It lets it go. When you orgasm, now I like to call, you're gonna laugh at this one, Karen. I call myself an orgasmonaut because I've gone to the far reaches of orgasmic space to go where no woman's ever gone before, to come back and show you the map of your orgasmic potential. And we women have 15 kinds of different types of orgasms that we can have. So do men, by the way. We are massively multi-orgasmic, not just in the number of orgasms we can have, but also in the kinds of stimulation that generates different types of orgasms. And the Taoists, who were really good 2,000 years ago sexperts, they call this channel from the lips on your mouth to the lips on your vulva, the golden flute or the golden bamboo or the hollow bamboo. These are all different ways people have expressed it. It's a tube that runs through you and it's covered with something that is actually called the lumen. It is the tube of light that runs through you. And when you become really, really good at coming, it's not just that you feel a little buzz in your clitoris or a contraction deep inside your cervix. You feel it. you can have stomach gasms, you can have heart gasms, you can have throat gasms, you can have mouth gasms. Often for me now, because I've connected the dots from these lips to those lips, mm. I have orgasms that run my up and down my entire body when I come. And often when I'm starting to get turned on, the orgasms actually begin in my mouth and throat, not in my vulva. And what's nice too is that it's really a three-part arousal construct. It's a trinity. It's your breasts and nipples, your mouth and throat to your heart, and your clitoral structure, which is a giant thing as big as a penis of erectile tissue up inside your lady parts, that, that area plus the breasts plus the mouth and throat are really the three like major zones that come together to begin to give you massive amounts of pleasure. And then you think about the G-spot and female ejaculation. You think about breast gasms, belly gasms. You think about oral gasms. You know, you can have orgasms from getting your neck suckled. Remember when we used to get hickeys in high school? 
You can get orgasms from kissing, and you can get orgasms from going down on your male-bodied partner because there is orgasmic erectile tissue in your throat. So we have really just not yet tapped our full sexual orgasmic potential as women or men, as, as human beings. We have so much more that is available to us. And that really comes in the area of arousal, knowing how to stimulate what parts and what you're going for to have these kinds of experiences, how to have expanded orgasms that last. I've had orgasms that last. I can come for an hour. The only reason I stop coming is I need a drink of water, I get tired, <laughs> what have you. We have an infinite capacity to orgasm and it's all inside us waiting to come out. You don't have to give yourself an orgasm. You have to allow your body to release the orgasms. It's more of a birthing, a pushing out, a letting go, a allowing to rise than it is a crunching down, a holding on, a focusing. It's, it's really women get started learning how to have orgasms by concentrating to have the orgasm. But what really lets orgasmic pleasure expand is when you open to it. But mm -hmm. that all rests on the third leg of our stool, libido, desire, and arousal, is desire. And that's where, if even if we knew what to do, sometimes we get tripped up in our own lingerie. So <laughs> <laughs> desire is not just about your partner, it's about yourself. And that's where we just, as women, go off the rails with our body image issues and things like that. You know, we spend so much time up in our stupid little monkey brains, thinking about, does my butt look fat? Is my tummy poochy? Whatever. That we deny ourselves the pleasure that is available to us. And what I can tell you is that testosterone gives our masculine partners rose-colored goggles. <laughs> they don't care about cellulite. They don't see it. They just want you to relax and let them give you incredible pleasure. So once we can get over our self-hatred, our self-immolation, our self-flagellation, our shame that we've been given from our family, our church, our society, Madison Avenue, blah, blah, blah. Once we can be like, you know what? Screw all y'alls. I'm <laughs> taking mine. Like when you can get into that attitude of like, just screw it all. I want to have incredibly deep, intimacy, connection, and pleasure with my lover. I want to soar into the realm of spirit. I want to touch God together. I want to surrender myself and just take my pleasure and give pleasure. When you can get yourself to that place and when you love your partner and you sink into them and you let go with them and you stop being and you're just there, enjoying the moment-by-moment -moment interaction, that moments where time just falls away and nothing matters but the heart connection and the pleasure 
that you're literally co-creating in, in that moment, in those moments of lovemaking. That's when desire can really begin to build. When you say, I want it, give it to me. I'm going to get it. And when you can really just relax. But some of the things that actually have to happen for desire to set into place are honesty and trusting yourself that your body has so much wisdom. So she knows what she wants. So when you let go of what everybody told you and what you think you should be doing and how you should be acting, and when you just are in who you are in that moment, it just, things fall away and your body tells you, oh, you know what I really wanna do right now? I want you to hold me down and get on top of me and I want you to just kiss me so hard or I wanna sit on top of you and, and I want you to play with my breasts and squeeze my nipples just like this while I hold a vibrator on my yoni and kiss me and I'm just gonna have orgasms. You know, like whatever it is that you want. Those are a couple of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody listening is like, I want what she's having. <laughs> I am having it. Or I just need you to rub my yoni. I don't know if I want sex, but we won't know till we get there. And we got to give it a try. I always say my yoni is like a pump that needs priming. I don't walk around horny. I wish I did. That's what our male body partners do. They walk around perpetually horny because they're testosterone dominant. Yeah. But for us, we need our pump primed. We need foreplay. We need engorgement. We need to be held. We need to be loved. We need to be cherished, honored, stroked. We need our feet rubbed. For God's sakes, we need our bloody feet rubbed, you know? <laughs> and that starts the cascade to relaxation because arousal does not happen unless you are relaxed. I always say when the drooling starts, the fooling starts. I mean, it's <laughs> like as soon as your eyes water a little and your spit starts to run, your vagina starts to get lubricated, you know you've let down. It's kind of like nursing. When you nurse your child and you feel that milk coming down in your breasts, and that when that baby suckles, it just feels so good to like release that milk into your child. That's very similar to how arousal feels when you let down your defenses and you relax into your pleasure. They're very, very similar mm, physiologic responses. Yeah, you know, I love that you you talk about that, that when the drooling starts, the fooling starts, because that's that parasympathetic nervous system becoming yeah. dominant. And this yeah. is something that I work really hard to educate the women I work with about, is that healing only occurs in one state, and that's a parasympathetic state. But also, guess what? Sexual arousal and desire only occurs in that state too. So, you know, a lot of us are running around, like you described, trying to will it and clamp down on, oh, no, I'm going to have an orgasm and force it like from a sympathetic dominant place, like where we do everything, where we drive in a rush to the store and get mad at the red lights and everything that we do, how we stay in that sympathetic dominant state. And no, it's about doing deep breathing. Yeah and calming down the nervous system. But I love that sex is, you described how, what a great release it is for the nervous system to reset it. So it's a great way to get into that parasympathetic, but you gotta get far enough 
that you can go with it. So what are some ways women, if they're just saying, Susan, like what you're talking about is a foreign country and I don't even know how to get a, a ticket on the plane to go there. <laughs> <laughs> how, what are things that women can do to help themselves transition into even thinking about having desire or yeah. arousal? Yeah. So I'm holding up probably one of my best-selling books. It's Sexual Soulmates, The Six Essentials for Connected Sex. And one of the six essentials is something I call my sexual soulmate pact, P-A-C-T, like an agreement. Mm -hmm. And you can actually get the excerpt of that chapter of the book and exactly how to do this technique at sexualsoulmatepact.com. You can download it. And I've written it such that you can read about it and read the stories of this technique but you can also literally print out, I think it's like page 12 or something. It's a very short little PDF. You can print out page 12 and give it to your partner and say, I want to do this sex technique with you. Because really what it is, is it's like the pre-foreplay technique. When, when we need to relax, we need our male partner or our, any gender partner to provide security and safety for us so that we can let down and relax, let things flow. And when couples usually hold each other, what happens is he holds you, and when you go, oh, he lets go. And what he really needs to do is take that moment to pull you tighter, to move his arms a little bit more around your shoulders and pull you to him. He needs to hold you until your breathing starts to co-regulate with his, your heartbeats slow down. And then he needs to run his hands down your body while he's holding you. Take one hand and pet you like you're a kitty cat from the top to the bottom, never against the fur, always <laughs> with the fur, right? Top to bottom rubbing you, sliding his hands down you, and then holding you a little bit closer. You can adjust at any time. It's relaxed. I think it's good to wear a nighty him in cotton pajamas because you don't want his like sticky, scratchy fur bothering you. You don't want him to get clammy. And as you relax and he feels you relax, things are going to come up for you. You're going to need to let go of emotion. You're gonna have things you need to say. You're gonna need to get things off your chest. And his job, as it always is, is just to listen and to witness, not to fix or to solve. And as you let those things go, then you nestle into him a little bit more because now you've let that go. And then he starts to stroke your hair and stroke it down and stroke the cheek and kiss your forehead, kiss your eyelids and hold you just a little bit closer. And then you relax some more and pretty soon you feel, oh, I'm drooling. <laughs> ah. maybe, maybe first some tears came. Tears came to your eyes as you were talking and you let things go. And then you feel your mouth watering. You feel your eyes watering. Then you know that you've crested through to that relaxation that's allowing you to begin the very first tiny little toe into the water of possible arousal. <laughs> 
we're slow to warm up. We're not full mast out of tension, let's plow right in. We're the opposite of that. So our guys need to understand that we want to make love. We want to be wild, sexy, libidinous, lusty wood nymphs. We want to frolic in the night moon. We want to make love all over the backyard. We want to kiss in stairwells. We want to grab each other's packages. But we can't get there until we have these kinds of things that allow us to begin the arousal cycle. Once he learns how to hold us and allow us that relaxation, there'll be that moment where you're like, oh, now I want to climb on top of him and make out with him. <laughs> It'll just occur. And when you listen to her, that libidinous wood nymph inside you, she'll tell you when she's ready. When you can create a sex life that's on the matriarchal terms of arousal, rather than the patriarchal terms of arousal. And when you can teach him to slow the heck down, when he begins to realize how much he loves creating the masculine frame for you, because what he wants most in the world is to do a good job. He's driven to do a good job. So when he does a good job and you're like, baby, I, I love it when you hold me like that. I love it so much when... You just make me feel so safe and secure, and it just turns me on so much to be held in your arms like that. Thank you so much. Then he's, his chest puffs up, and he feels like he's done a good job. And he will give you better orgasms than he's ever given you when you have this ability. To, you know what I did? I just realized I told you the sexual soulmate pact, but I gave you the soulmate embrace. So ah. skibbly back, rewind the URL is the soulmate embrace. That's, okay. that's the one I wanted to tell you, but I often, that's my other big technique that I give away is sexual soulmate pact. You can have that too. That really comes to the second piece of it, which is now that you're relaxed and you're listening to your body, how do you make sure your partner is willing to hear what she needs in the moment? Because every moment she needs something different. And that's the sexual soulmate pact. They're, they go hand in hand. They're the six two of the six essentials for connected sex. So that's the soulmate embrace. That's the beginning of arousal. Then the sexual soulmate pact is the next skill, which is being able to, and willing, and not only willing, but being encouraged by your partner to tell him what you want, because he becomes hungry for your feedback because he sees that when he gets the information, he's a winner, because he wants to be a winner in the bedroom. He wants to be a winner in life. They're beautiful techniques. And we'll be right back after this word from our sponsor. Hey there, it's me again, your conscience. Just letting you know, I did hear you. The question is, did you hear me? Go to jumpstartyourmidlifemojo.com now to sign up for Dr. Kieran's next challenge starting soon. Pause this recording and go to the website now. We'll wait for you. Dr. Kieran's got you covered in achieving your resolutions this year. I'm always looking out for you. You're welcome. We're back. Oh my gosh, I love what you're sharing. <laughs> Every woman listening is getting it that why she hasn't had desire and why she just has basically said, okay, never mind. I don't care if I ever have sex again. I hear that from so many women because I don't think any of us is taught this, not women, not men. So we're having lousy sex for women, basically. And when you've had decades of that, by the time you get to menopause, well, why bother? 
But I love that you're really giving people a roadmap and a vision of what is possible and not only possible, what is their birthright and yes. what they should be experiencing. Yes. Exactly. Here. Based on their psychological makeup, physical makeup, everything. This is who we are. And I think that society tells us we're someone else. And so thank you for reacquainting us with our true nature and giving us a path to healthy and satisfying intimacy for all. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise and goddess. <laughs> Praise goddess. I really would love to talk with you about the V-Fit, which you introduced me to during the summit. I had never heard of it. And now I have one and I have recommended it to so many people. And I think damn near every woman needs one of these. So shall we shift and talk a little bit about the V-Fit? Yes, it's the best thing I've ever done for your vagina so far. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> amazing technology. Yeah. So I got onto the V-Fit. I was speaking down at the Bulletproof Labs in Santa Monica, and there was a representative for the Joylux company down there. And she introduced me to the V-Fit. And the V-Fit is basically, it's a class two FDA approved vaginal restoration device you use at home. And it has three modalities. You insert it up inside your vagina. It's a lovely, beautifully made product. I've since become really a spokesperson for them. They have a custom page for me where they let me give away their vaginal replenishing lotion with your purchase of V-Fit because I sent so many people to them. They were like, we're building you a page <laughs> and we're giving you something to give away for free because you want to see how many of these things you're sending out to the universe. The V-Fit uses three modalities. The first one, which I think is the most powerful and something you cannot find anywhere else is photobiomodulation, low-level laser light therapy, red light. It's infrared light and it glows inside your vagina. It basically makes your vagina glow in the dark. It's yes. fantastic. <laughs> you stick it up there and it's like this red light. And I'll tell you what it does, but I'll tell you the other two modes that it does, and it does all three at the same time. You do this like eight minutes a day, every other day, 10 minutes a day, every other day is basically the treatment. And it's an eight week protocol, but I've had my V-Fit for, I don't know, a year and a half and I use it in maintenance mode a couple times a week still. I just love using it. I literally get up in the morning, pop a towel under me, lube it up, insert it, and then scroll Twitter and see, you know, what is going on. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in the universe? Scroll, post an Instagram selfie, whatever, you know, and drink my bone broth. That's what I've, I've drink in the morning is bone broth. So there's a red light and then there's warmth. It's warm. So when it goes up inside you, the warmth feels so darn good. And then it does series of vibrations, which is a Kegel type tool where it's toning your vagina. So it's toning your vagina. It's increasing the vaginal mucosal cellular energy. It's basically thickening your vaginal tissue so it doesn't get so thin and weak and tearing and you know painful. And it tightens and it tones. And there's two things that happen with women. When your vagina gets thin, when the walls of your vagina get thin, you don't get too tight, you get too
too loose. You have what's called vaginal laxity. And when your husband's penis is shrinking from atrophy of age and your vagina is shrinking from atrophy of age, you've got a bigger vagina, he's got a smaller penis, you can't get a grip that you need to have orgasms from intercourse. Now, I wanna put a little aside here on orgasms for intercourse. If you're not currently, if you're not yet able to achieve orgasms from intercourse, I wanna tell you that is the nirvana, I believe in a heterosexual monogamous relationship, it is the nirvana of sex and it's learnable skill and every woman can do it and it's not your biology and it's not you. You just need to know some things. And I have a series on my betterlover.com video website about penetration and orgasms from intercourse, and I'll tell you exactly what you're missing that you need to do to start coming from intercourse. Because otherwise, he's basically masturbating inside you and why bother, which is why you probably want to give up sex, right? So what the problem is that when you get bigger and he gets smaller, you don't have that grip for orgasms. So what this does is it it makes it tighter. But there are also a lot of women who haven't had sex in a long time, and they literally feel like their vagina is fused shut. Like it's so tight and so small and so dry that it hurts to do anything with it. And the V-Fit is good for both ends of the spectrum. You can introduce this warmth and light very slowly. You don't need to go buy vaginal dilators. You can really slowly, slowly, slowly just work on the outside, slowly introduce it over a series of weeks and get it inside you to open that up and heal that tissue. So the V-Fit is excellent for incontinence because of the Kegel toning that helps the bladder sling hold the bladder up. It's good for laxity. It's good for lubrication. It really helps with lubrication. It's really good if you feel too tight and too small. And I had a woman who emailed me and she said, you know, I always had an odor in my vagina that I didn't like. And when my husband would go down on me and I would even smell it on his face and make him go take a shower. And it plagued me for years. I had no candida. I had no, you know, bacterial vaginosis. The doctors could never figure out anything that was wrong. I didn't like my smell. And I got the V-Fit and I got it for lubrication, but it fixed my smell problem. And I emailed the VFIT team. It's a woman-owned business. And um, they said, you know, there's a glycation compound from the photobiomodulation from the red light therapy that can actually change the pH of the vagina to make it a little bit better so that women do report that they don't smell bad anymore. Now they can't put that in their marketing. These are, you know, these are anecdotal types of things. There's been no clinical trials on it. So I'm not promising you that it's going to make your vagina smell better, but I'm getting reports of it, which I think is amazing too. I love red light therapy. I actually have a red light panel I use on my body and skin. I have a red light panel I use on my head for my hair growth. And I use the red light in my vagina. I like bathe myself in red light. So This has helped so many women who follow me. And, you know, I don't make recommendations lightly. I pick pick products once in a blue moon where I'm like, this is the shit. (laughs) And And this is the shit. (laughs) The V-Fit is the shit. And it's at joylux.com slash Susan if you want to check it out.
Yes, absolutely. And, you know, all science starts as anecdotal observation. And people say, start noticing, hey, with this V-Fit, I'm having less odor, I'm having less vaginal infections. And then eventually somebody will do the study and they'll say, find probably that it does improve pH. It probably improves mucosal integrity and strength. Um, You know, why I love it is... It addresses really 360 degrees of the vaginal problems that women have throughout our lifespan, whether it's in the postpartum period, perimenopausal period, menopausal, post-hysterectomy, whether we have scar tissue that just doesn't have the blood flow in order to reorganize and become more soft and pliable. So after a hysterectomy, sometimes women will get a lot of dyspareunia pain with intercourse because the scar tissue that forms is so hard and constrictive and so They'll have these pain points, particularly if they had something like endometriosis, where sex just becomes intolerably painful. And this is increasing blood flow to the whole area, which is something that's lacking post-hysterectomy. And I love that it's toning the muscles, uh, the pelvic floor musculature that's so important for continence, that's so important for healthy sexual pleasure and it's improving the mucosa. So (laughs) I think that it really is a 360 degree vaginal fitness device. And I think that almost any woman could benefit from it. They were kind enough to send me one because I said, well, I have to know what this is and try it for myself. And I've just been so utterly impressed that I I think really every woman needs this. And if you are perimenopausal, menopausal, for sure you need it. I think that it it improves sexual functioning and vaginal functioning from 360 degrees. I would love to see them do some some continent studies. I wouldn't be surprised if it improved urinary continence as well. That's what they have the studies on. Do tell. Yeah. Um, if you go on their website, there's a link to all the studies that have been done. And that's really how they promote it. They promote it as a urinary incontinence device. That's amazing. I that's what they lead with in their marketing. And you know what else Fabulous. is interesting? If I know I'm having a date with my husband, yeah. I will use it the morning of the date because it gets the upper chambers of my vagina engorged in a way that, you know, he's so nice. My husband always gives me a vulva massage before we make love. He always works to like recruit all the blood from the entire rest of my body into my vagina for me. (laughs) He's so good. Oh, he's the best. And he can't quite get all the way up in there. So the V-Fit is fantastic because it does intravaginal engorgement, which means that when we're having intercourse, it feels so much better because I'm already kind of pre-engorged, pre-turned on from the V-Fit. So it's not a sex toy. It's an FDA device for vaginal rejuvenation, but I kind of use it as a pre-foreplay tool as well. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's it's certainly not a vibrator and it's not even a good vibrator, but it's a great medical device that does do exactly what you're saying that I think has so much applicability. So I was so excited. Susan taught me about it during the summit and I said, I really want you to come and talk about it on the podcast. I think this is a revolutionary tool that all women need to know about and have access to if they think that it could help them. And she, like she said, has a special page and deal with Joy Luck so you can go to her 
page and get special benefits. You have so many resources. We, we will put all the links in the show notes so that everyone will have it. And this is just, it's always a pleasure to talk with you. I learn so many new things about sexuality from you every time I talk to you. Yay. Which always amazes me because how am I a board certified OBGYN and I didn't learn any of this stuff. That's just job security. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But that's, you know, that tells me that if I didn't learn it, I know the average woman didn't. So it's just such an education. Everything I know about sex, I learned from Susan Bratton. What can I say? (laughs) You're so adorable. Well, I really appreciate having the opportunity to be on your show and in your summit to give women all this important information. I mean, together, we're changing the world. Yes, we are. And so hopefully, if you are listening, you are hearing some things that are really sparking your interest. And you're thinking, why have I been settling for ho-hum sex? Why have I been settling for, oh, I don't care if I ever have sex again? Hmm. So check out some of the resources that Susan has offered. She has so many of them. Definitely check out the Stop the Menopause Madness um, interview part one, which we're going to put up on YouTube, which Susan just gave me permission to do. definitely want to check that out. So many resources that you have. Thank you so much for sharing them. Thank you for your expertise, your passion, and your just beautiful soul. Thank you so much, Susan. Right back at you. Thank you, Karen. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Her Brilliant Health Revolution. And we will see you next week. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on social media and send it to someone who would benefit from it. If you love the show and really want to support it, please go to iTunes, write a review and subscribe. This helps other women find us so that they too can heal and enjoy brilliant health. I've got a gift for you. If you take a screenshot of your review, Post it on your social media and tag me. I'll send you a special surprise right to your inbox. Thank you so much for joining me. And remember, healing and getting optimally healthy isn't magic, it's science.